0: if you are constantly feeling like you are stuck in decision making mode, and you can't get past a lot of these big decisions in your business, like figuring out what your business direction should be, or what to do next, then today's episode is going to be perfect because I'm explaining how you can coach yourself through those decision making processes by looking at your thoughts and seeing what God has to say so that you can move forward. So stay tuned for today's episode. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business, and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the Mama with the Calling podcast. This is Alexia. Today I'm going to do a little bit of a different kind of a episode, um, but I think it's going to be really, really important and valuable for you in your business, and your journey, whatever you're doing. Um, today's episode is actually going to be, it's like a coaching call, except I'm sort of acting like, what would I tell you? How would I help you through a problem? And I'm going to give you the tools and things that you'll need to actually work through this on your own. Because this came up because I was um, reflecting back on what are some of the common themes that kind of come up with clients on coaching calls, just kind of looking through all those because I wanted to see is there an area that's the same so that I can serve people better? Is there a new product I need to make or a new type of class or something that I need to do? And I did notice that a major theme with a lot of people is they are really wanting validation, or let's be honest, even permission, that their business idea is quote unquote, good enough. And that can mean a whole bunch of different things, depending on the thoughts that are underneath that. So since I know that not everyone listening to this has taken that step to book a coaching call with me, though you definitely should if you're needing help making any decisions in your business, not just, you know, what your business should be, but anything along the journey. I wanted to do this with you on this episode, what I would do with if you were on a call with me, if you if it was a client, and you were trying to figure out how to decide what your next step should be, how would I help you? So whether it's your business idea, or what your next product should be, with these tools, you'll be able to work through some of the noise to be able to get the clarity that you need to feel confident in your next steps and move forward with your business. So one of the things that's crucial before we get into this is that you need to know that everything we do is driven by our thoughts and beliefs, whether we realize it or not. So things that have happened to us in our life, experiences, value systems, You know, your religion, everything that you've gone through is has created this belief system that you are operating on, whether you realize it or not. And what's really cool, though, is that we can actually change this because when you know that this is truth, then you can actually examine what those beliefs are, see if they're true, hold them up to what the Bible says, what does God say? And then if they align, great, keep them. If they don't, then you can actually change them. And you can do that through renewing your mind. So changing the way you think. And this is where having a biblical mindset comes in. You know, the term discipleship means to actually be a student and learn the ways of someone, including how they view the world and think. That's what Jesus was doing, right? He was having the disciples follow him around to learn how he would approach something, how would he handle something, how does he think they were constantly like, what do you mean? (laughs) Why did you say that? And he is showing them over and over and over. And now, you know, we have the Bible to be able to do the same. So focusing on the truth, meditating on God's word, looking for evidence to support that whatever limiting belief that is getting in your way, when you find evidence to support that it's not actually truth, it's not fact, actually, you can change it. It's just a belief that you have. But it's there's there are other versions of that you can use all of these things to change the way that you actually see things and change your thinking. All right, so now that we know that, Let's get started. So for example purposes in this episode, I'm going to focus on the problem of getting clarity on your business idea. But you can use this process on anything that's keeping you stuck in your business. So first, let's think about some of the big reasons why you may be doubting your business idea or calling in the first place. This is where you would get really honest with yourself, get a pen and paper. And I think it's really important to do pen and paper versus typing. Either will work but pen and paper unlocks something different. So get a pen and paper, and just start brain dumping, write down the things that come up for you when you at when you get when you get asked the question, what is God calling you to do for your business, or when you think about this calling or your next step or whatever that is, at this point, you probably do have an idea, but you're just not sure. That's how a lot of clients are when they come to me, they actually do know Something they have either multiple options or something. Okay, so taking that information, start writing down all of the things that come up for you and why you won't just accept that as your answer. So if you are feeling, you know, I feel like I should do this option, or is it this option? What comes up? Why can't you just decide if I said you have to pick one? What comes up for you about each one of those or having to make that decision? of that. So here are a few examples of some ideas that could come up that I've heard from clients that might be getting in the way. So one could be that you're not sure if you can actually make money, or you just want to hear from someone else that it makes sense. And you're not going to waste your time pursuing something that's not going to quote unquote work, right? Our version of work is very different per person. But for whatever reason, you feel like you need someone to give you that, that validation, that permission, Um, and like help you know that it's going to be worth your time. You think that there's a better way to make money online or a specific kind of business that you should do that you can be successful. So maybe you're you're, this, this happens when you go online and you're kind of seeking out how do I make money online? And you see all these different options, right? People are saying, make courses, don't do that, or don't make courses, do that. And it sort of gives the impression that there's a right way and a wrong way. There's the best way. I've definitely gotten in this trap myself. And at the end of the day, they all work, right? That's why everybody's talking about them. So when you think there's a better way than the one that you feel like you're called to do, it you might have some resistance like, no, 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 that's not the way, right? And, or you're looking for that other way because it seems like there's always a new way. And the last one is you can't see how this business idea would really use your skills, gifts, or talents the things that God has prepared you for up to this point. And by that, I mean that maybe whatever career you're in now, the thing that you're feeling called to do doesn't like the dots don't connect, like you're so used to logically saying, you know, I went to undergrad, and then I went to grad school, and then I did this. And it's just such a linear path, or at least it feels that way. It's logical, right? But when God is calling you to do something else, number one, asking you to be home with your kids already kind of kind of hijacks that and you're like, Wait, really? What? And so when you it comes to the online business part, whatever it is, if it doesn't quite align with all the skills and things you've had at this point, you might think it doesn't make sense and that you shouldn't do it or that can't be right. Because that doesn't I'm clearly, you know, I've done all this. Look at my, my example, right? I've done all these years of training in science, why would I not do something science based online? And I actually did try to go that way. Like when I first started, I thought that too, which is why I'm bringing this up. I thought I need to do something science related online, but it just didn't sit right. And I went with my gut on that. (laughs) And so I decided that, nope, that's not the direction I'm going to go. So those are some, some examples of things that might come up, but you might have a bunch of other ones. So now that you know what these thoughts are, let's look at why they are coming up for you. So this is the key, right? So the first step is to identify what thoughts are blocking you, what's really getting in your way. The second step is to figure out why they are coming up for you. Because when there's something in our lives that feels off, or there's resistance, or you're just not comfortable, it's usually a sign that a belief that you have is being challenged, or a fear is being exposed or tested. So here are some real reasons that could be behind those thoughts that you have. One, you went to school for a long time and you feel like you have to find a way to fit that into your business somehow. So that is a foundational thing that you feel like you like, no, I spent all this time putting all that effort into school and to training and whatever that you're like, no, whatever I'm going to do for my online business has to use this because I spent all that time doing it, right? And that can be a limiting belief. Because that's not necessarily true, right? God could be asking you to do something different, and that's okay. Maybe you're in a different season. Maybe it will be used in ways that you don't understand right now, but that it can be used. An example of that is, for me, you might say, you're not using your science, your PhD at all. That's not true. I, as a scientist, I had to do experiments. I had to analyze data. I had to predict things. I had to hypothesize things. All of that has come into play when it comes to marketing, problem solving in my business, problem solving with clients, all of that stuff. But in addition to that, my postdoc experience was doing teaching. And during my teaching, I had to create courses and create curriculum and all of that. Understanding that people have different learning styles. What do you know? I love teaching and I'm going to be creating courses and, and all of that comes into play there to give me that background that I could actually use and apply just a different way. I would have said originally that I'm not doing anything related, but I am, I have those skills, but I didn't see that at first. So that could be an example of something that you are holding on to that you don't want to let go of, but maybe you should. Okay, so second one, it's not good. En- it's not a good enough business idea, because it's not making a big enough impact. So, you know, you might be saying like, who cares if I can declutter? That's not on the same level as saving lives or teaching kids or researching cures or whatever it is that you were doing before. That makes sense that you would think that because, you know, it's your personality, you want to make a big impact. So if it doesn't feel like the impact is big enough, you're going to resist it. What I want to encourage you to do is shift that thinking a little bit. Number one, what defines an impact? Right? Number two, Thinking about impact from the level of what God is going to do. God can do big things with little things, right? So you might not think that decluttering is that big of a deal, which by the way, if you haven't noticed, I use decluttering a lot in examples because I am not good at that. And I'm thinking like, that's something that I'm not good at. So, you know, you might think it doesn't matter to you, but to me, you know, I would be looking for someone that could help me declutter. And there's all this emotional stuff that goes with it and and the processing and the organizing and all of that. And it might not seem like a big impact, but if somebody is stressed out all the time because their home is cluttered, then they're yelling at their kids or they're not able to do the things they want to do in life or their marriage is strained or whatever. That is a big impact, right? It might seem so insignificant, but that one thing actually frees them up emotionally to do so many other things. So I guess in that way, just thinking, if you are putting a box around what you think impact means, and God has a different version, like don't limit God, don't put him in that box. There's a difference though, here that I do want to point out, you could be called to continue to teach kids, or to, you know, do something that involves helping people in a more um, direct way, like I said, saving lives, maybe it's mental health or something like that, that could be what God's calling you to do. But you just want to be really careful to pay attention to, is it that I really want to do that? Or do I think that I should do that? Because that's an honorable thing to do. That's a prestigious thing to do. Or that's the only way I can make an impact. That might not be what God's calling you to do. So just being aware of the fact that God could be asking you to do something different. And that's okay. Your impact can still go beyond what you think. Okay, Number three, you're using logic to try to connect all those dots up until now to the next steps that you're going to take. So you want it to make sense to you, right? That is very logical. You've been a teacher before. So now you're going to be a teacher online in some way, or you've worked with animals and now you're going to work with animals online or something. And you think, you believe that God is going to ask you to do something that's very linear, That is going to be the next step. And again, it makes sense that you would think that. But if you think that and God is not asking you to do something linear, you're going to miss it, right? You're not going to be able to hear what he's saying because you're holding on to a belief. That belief is then creating the thought, oh, I can't, that's not the business idea because it's not linear, right? And then you can see that if you believe that he will pick something that's linear and then you have an idea to do something that's not linear. And you're like, well, that's not God, because that's not what he would say. Now you're missing it. And now you're in that searching, you don't know what you're supposed to do. But if you detach that and say, you know what, no, God could ask me to do something that's not linear or logical. Then when you hear that idea, you're like, that could be it because it doesn't have to be that way. Do you see how that works? I hope so. I hope that made sense. Okay, I just want to say this, all of these things makes sense that you would think them. Okay, it's not like something's wrong with you because you think them. I I definitely want to reiterate that that it is not that you're doing anything wrong, or that something's messed up with you or whatever. This is totally normal. It makes sense that your brain thinks this way. But it is going to be very hard for you to really step into what God's calling you to do until you can undo these thoughts, or at least check them, make sure there are accurate, and switch your thinking and your focus. And this is where the biblical mindset comes in. You have options for what you want to change your thoughts to. You totally have the option to just keep your thoughts the way they are, and keep searching and keep looking until you find the thing that aligns with everything that you believe is true. But what I think has been so valuable and so important for me is when I read the Bible, a lot of times it tells me something different. Right? Like think about Jesus telling people that when, when, when somebody hits you, give them the other cheek, like that's counter to what I would think, right? Somebody hits me, I'm going to hit them back or whatever. And when you read that difference, it's like, oh, that's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of going about things, not being angry with people that disagree with you or loving your enemies. That doesn't feel like something you should do but Jesus says that to teach us how to change things. And so what I've done is I've found it so valuable, so freeing to have a biblical mindset. So looking to see what does the Bible say about how I should act, how, like what God thinks about us, all of the truths, how God does things. So looking at stories and events and things that have happened and saying, why did God choose to do it that way? Or he he chose this way instead of that way. Why? What does that say about God? What does it say about who he is? Those things can be really powerful when making your own decisions. So remember, our brain's major job is to keep us safe. Okay. So if you're going to pivot your whole life and learn something entirely new, have a become an entrepreneur, be a work at home mom, all of that, there are going to be some thoughts that are going to come up that are going to try to get you to not do that. They're going to call that's where that resistance comes, right? So they're basically going to be saying like, what are you doing? And here are all the reasons you shouldn't do that. We don't go over there. We are used to staying in this nine to five, we're used to doing this, this and this. When you're faced with the unknown, your brain is going to kick into overdrive with all of the doubts and fears and, and trying to get you to not do it. And when you know that, it can be such a relief to be like, oh, that's what's going on. It's not just that I'm not, you know, I just don't want to do this, or I'm not cut out for it. It's like you have a lot of mindset work to do. An example of how this comes into play is, it's like that feeling that if you are trying to go in the woods at night alone, right, and you're thinking like, why would you do that? Exactly. Why would you do that? Because your brain is going to tell you, uh, you shouldn't do that. You have no clue what's in there. There could be wild animals. Where does it even lead? You're going to get lost in the wilderness. Like all these things start happening and you're not going to go in the woods, right? That's what our brains do. They're telling you to not even attempt it because it's not safe. It's unknown. Does that sound like being an entrepreneur and starting a business and doing all this? Why, yes, it does, right? Your brain is going to kick into overdrive and want you to stop. So I just want you to recognize that it's not your fault that you haven't jumped on it and just made it all happen, right? You do have a lot of mindset work to do. And it's okay, you can get through. It. So the good news here is that you can come out on the other side, right? You do have these tools that I'm teaching you in this podcast episode today. And there are lots of tools out there. And if you do coaching with me, we'll go into it more. You have the ability to change your your core beliefs and those thoughts So, that you're able to actually do the things that you want to do. So, if you look at the Bible, you'll notice that it tells us this all the time to focus on truth, to hold on to God's promises, to think on all good things. One of the best ways we can switch our thinking is to look for that evidence in the Bible, in particular, um, for what does God say is true, and is that contrary to what our minds are telling us? Or, if you recognize that you have a belief that you it doesn't it's stopping you and you don't like that belief, look to see if that's a truth if there's anything about that in the Bible. So here's how you can do that. Here's how you can use the Bible and and biblical truths and examples and things and apply them to your life. So what we're going to do is we're going to look for evidence for how God does things specifically. This has been so helpful for me. Specifically when he calls people to do something for him and really pay attention to what the person says and does what god says and does all of that and and try not to bring any biases into it right you just want to see the information like what happens when this event happens and you can look for multiple stories different things we want to see the truth here right so that we can shift our own thinking to believe what god wants us to know because that's the ultimate truth you have the option to pick whatever you want you can just change your thoughts to whatever you want to but for me, and I and I, I imagine it's the same for you, I want to believe the way God wants me to believe. I want to believe what God's truth is, not what people are saying online or anything new age or whatever. I don't I want to believe what God says is true because that's what's true. All right, so I'm gonna do this with two of the thoughts that might be coming up for you. And then I'm gonna show you how I kind of use that and, and look at the Bible and kind of switch that. So one thing that I've noticed is that so often people think they need to have a leadership role, or something big with their business, like leading 1000s of people in an online membership or something in order to be successful. And this kind of goes along the lines of thinking there's a a perfect way for a business, right? So we keep striving for that model, because that's what we keep hearing people say, that's the way to make it right to reach more and more people and make more and more money with more and more customers and all of that. And you're hearing that over and over again, But that idea might actually be what's getting in the way for you, because it's not for you. It's not what God's calling you to do. If you are holding on to that belief, and then you're looking to figure out what God's calling you to do, and it doesn't align, you're going to keep feeling like you don't have the answer. So let's see if if that belief is actually true. So let's look at what the Bible shows us. So God does call people, obviously, to be big leaders like, you know, David and Moses and and Paul and all these different people, right? They have big impact and they do lots of things. But really, if you think about it, those are actually far fewer than the many, many people that are called to have lesser roles, as we would call them, or more support roles. I mean, think of all the people that supported Moses or even looking at his wife. Like those are important jobs and needed. So maybe you're not actually being called to do something in a leadership or teacher kind of a role, But you think that you want that. So you're going after it, but it's not quite sitting right because it's not it's not for you. Or it could be that you are supposed to be the leader. And that's awesome, too. Either way, seeing the truth that God could call you to lead, or he could call you to support and viewing them both as good and honorable to God and for the kingdom, like they both matter, all of them are needed. And this is the whole idea that each person serves a vital role in the body of Christ, right? One person wants to be a hand. And another person is actually, you know, they are called to be, I don't know, a pinky or something, you know, they're not, that's just the role they're given. And when you deny your role, and you don't step into that, it causes the other things to be out of whack. You can't have a whole bunch of hands. <laughs> you know, you can't have a whole bunch of fingers. Um, it needs to be the right thing and to step into whatever it is you're called to do. So that's just an example of how you can take some biblical truths and hold it up to your thoughts, right? So were you telling yourself that you had to be a great teacher, that you had to be a leader, and that was the only option, the only way that God could call you to do something? Now you see that's not true, though, right? God doesn't do that. He has a bunch of other roles that he gives people. I mean, I think about the widow. The widow elijah elisha i get it mixed up but she all she had was you know a um a little bit of flour and some oil and her role was just to make bread (laughs) that's it but it's a big that's a huge story right we think about that story and that's such a great story or i think about mary and martha technically their only role was to just like be jesus's friends they just made dinner cleaned the house that's all they did but that's a huge story. How many women's Bible studies have been, have talked about that, right? Being a Martha. And it's like you think that your role isn't significant, but it is. You have no idea. So now that you know that, now that you know that anything that God calls you to do could be important, and you can see that that's not true, that it would only be this leadership position. Now, does that help you with your with your clarity, right? Holding that up and saying, okay, if the options could be anything, what do I think God's calling me to do? And then if it's not a leadership role, you can receive it. You can hear that from God because you're not trying to fit it in the box that you had before. Okay, so the second example we're going to go into is where we question if God would call us to do something that aligns with our career or path thus far. And that's the only thing he would call us to do. So let's see what the Bible shows us. I think of Paul here. Paul was a Pharisee, right? Right. Yet God called him to be a missionary to Gentiles. So he was a Jewish Pharisee and he's called to go talk to Gentiles. Even just being near them was not considered okay. So he he literally goes and lives with them, right? So he could have said, based on my training and credentials and my life thus far, there's no way that you're calling me. That's what you're asking me to do, God. I'm clearly prepared to reach the Jewish people and other Pharisees and all of that because that aligns, Right. So in that way, God may very well give you something that doesn't actually feel like it makes sense or aligns that you thought it would. Now, what's interesting is God has all he is preparing you, he has prepared you, but it might not be the way you think. Paul was prepared because he knew the Jewish laws and customs and all of that so that he could take the some of that and take it to the Gentiles. He knew how to be a teacher. He knew a lot of the scripture. He knew a lot of the prophecy. He knew a lot of the messianic prophecy. He could say Jesus is it. Look, I know all the laws, right? He could do that. And that was really important. I also think of Moses as another example here in some ways, you might be like, he was just a shepherd. um, And then God called him to lead his people out of Egypt. As you remember, in episode six, I think I talked about his imposter syndrome, and he definitely did say, God, what are you thinking? I don't know anything about this. But he said yes. And it turns out Moses ended up doing that for the rest of his life. Right. But if you think about it, what did he do before he shepherded sheep in the wilderness, the very wilderness that he would be leading God's people, which he often calls his sheep, right? Right. It through that same wilderness. So it was preparing him, but not in the way he would have thought or ever, 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 ever imagined. He wouldn't have applied for the job, right? So knowing this, you can see that God very well may give you something that doesn't feel like it makes sense or aligns with what you thought he would be asking you to do. And again, see what you originally thought. Did you think it had to be that way? And if so, now you know it's not. So again, take it back to your original thoughts. So you can take these truths, this evidence, and now filter your thoughts through them. So when you ask yourself, what is God calling me to do? When you hear your thoughts come up that say that you have to be a leader, or you have to do something that's related, you can say, actually, that's not true, right? So this is helping you sift through the noise of your thoughts and your beliefs, and get rid of the doubt, get rid of the confusion and hear what are the truths that God gives us. And then it can help you find that clarity. So in summary, how can you really feel confident in what you're feeling God is asking you to do and that you can actually feel confident enough to move forward? Number one, know the truth, right? God may be asking you to do something big or small, related or not, all of that. Be open to hearing what it is because if you're in your own box about it, those beliefs, if you're holding on to those and you're not able to hear what God's telling you, right? So you have to know what God says. What's the truth? What's the evidence? Number two, your brain is going to resist anything big and crazy that's a big change. So expect that. Know that it's going to happen and also know that you can change it. You can always examine your thoughts that come up and really ask yourself, what's the fear? What's the belief that's not letting me do this thing that I know I'm supposed to do or I think I'm supposed to do? If you have fear around it, challenge it. Number three, God has already told you what to do and you know deep down what it is. It's not that you're left in the dark. God is going to give you the answers. He doesn't just leave us hanging, right? But it's that doubt and confusion and stuff that's drowning you out. So again, holding on to that truth, right? That there is an answer. If you think there's not an answer, you're going to feel like you have nothing that you're you're looking for another answer, right? But it's already there. And number four, no one has to agree with or understand God's calling on your life. And in fact, you may face opposition. Think about Paul, right? He certainly faced opposition. He was constantly getting persecuted and he got imprisoned and they tried to kill him multiple times. But he had an undeniable peace that comes with knowing that he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. So when you're doing where what God wants you to do, you're going to feel peace about it. But all of your human thoughts can make it seem like you don't have peace. So this is where you, you have to come in and say, am I afraid? And I don't want to do this thing, but it's scary. Or is it that I know that this isn't the right path? Right. One of the ways to kind of tell if you're just, if you're fearful, but you actually have the answer is when you're constantly searching and asking people for input on your business idea and you're searching and learning all you can online. And, and you're, you just want to hear somebody tell you that it's right, but there's something that comes up for you over and over again. And you just keep trying to find out, is that right? Is that right? Is there another option? Is it going to make money? Like you keep looking for validation when you know, you know. So even though God does tell us these things and lead us and guide us through the Holy Spirit, he also works through people. So to really get into a place where you can work through this, you might need to get with a good friend to talk it out or your husband or something. This is exactly what coaches do. Okay. So a coach can help you see things that you didn't even realize before. Figuring out those those underlying problems that are getting in the way, figuring out the real belief that's blocking you, that's what a coach is for, right? That's what I do. I can I can ask you questions and help you really get to the bottom of the issue so that you can make that decision, so that you can hear and get that clarity, right? You can feel confident in your decision and move forward and feel good about it. Not have a coach tell you what to do because it's hard to feel confident when you're just following what somebody else is telling you. You really want to get to a place where you have made the decision yourself, right, with their help, but it's your decision because it's what God's telling you to do. So I love doing this. So if you need help in this area at all, book a free mini session with me. I have free mini sessions or go ahead and get the 90 minute session. If you know that that's what you really need and you have some stuff that you really want to get clarity on so you can move forward, go ahead and grab that one. Either way, I would love to help you and support you. So I hope that this helps. And if you're feeling stuck or constantly feeling unsure of the business idea or calling you have or anything in your business, use these tools, right? Evaluate the problem, examine it, see the beliefs and hold it up to what the Bible says and really make sure that you're seeing it through the lens that you should see it through. If you're not sure, then you won't move forward, right? And that means you're not getting any closer to staying home with your kids and to really doing what God wants you to do. So I pray today that you will get clarity on anything that's confusing for you right now on your journey, and that you will ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to you and give you peace on the direction that you should go. Remember that James four says, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask God and he will give it. So I hope that encourages you this week. Let me know what you think about this episode. It was a little bit longer. But I know that if you apply these principles, it will help you so much in all of those decisions that come up as an entrepreneur. So I will see you next week. In the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawiththecallingcom slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.